This podcast will contain fun, filth and frivolity and maybe a dash of camp old bitches. Listener discretion is advised. You're right. Oh. All right, darling. Welcome to All Right, Darling, the podcast that celebrates LGBTQ creators of today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, and who are you? I'm Greg. Oh, you know I'm, that. What do you do, Greg? What don't I do is the, what's the that's, that's a real question. <laughs> yeah. I do many things. Yeah. A um, man of many talents. Yeah. But I like doing photography. Yes. And being an author of a book. Yeah. And bragging about it. That's really good. I met another author the other day. There's more than one. But when I told him about the book, he went, welcome to the club. Oh, God. I know. I know. I, I just threw like, up in my mouth. I know, literally. I know we've talked about, like, British people not being able to brag or, like, be proud. But yeah. in that moment, I was like, I don't think I can ever be proud like that. That's great. Welcome to the club. What was your response? I think I laughed. <laughs> You're like, ah, okay. <laughs> hmm. And who are you anyway? I know you're Dan, but who are you? But who am I? But who are you at your core? What colour's my aura? <laughs> I know um, what colour your aura is. What is it? Can you see auras? Black. Oh. Black is nice. Yeah. I kind of it's imagine not. mine's a peachy colour. I don't know why. Because you're, you're a peachy colour. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's because I caught the sun a bit. Oh. My name's Dan, and I'm the treasurer of the Elaine Page fan club. We discussed about this last I know. last episode. It's called a link back. Oh, it's called a link back. I don't know if that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a throwback. Anyway. Um, Next how, page. <laughs> what have you been up to? I have been... Oh. Just seeing the world. You've just been making that noise for the last just two constant. weeks. You must be exhausted. Um, I've blocked in a few photo shoots, like away from the podcast. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, all right. I'm sorry, you're not included. All right, I'll just, um, just stay at home. But it's to make money for the podcast. So yes. I'm ploughing it. You're back not in. limited to this podcast. I am. I am. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've got the whole world. I've got the world. Oh, there's something wanky here. Like mm, you could, you know, point your camera at anything in the world, and it's yours to capture. But if those 99 other cameras... <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to, actually? Do you know what's so interesting, what you just said? It really made me think. Probably quite British thing to do. Someone says, what have you been up to? And the first thing you do is go, oh, nothing really. You know, just been working and going to home That's and going back to, to bed. pride, though. That is so and, back to being proud of what you do. And it's just a natural thing you do. And then people go, oh, really? And then you're like... <sighs> Well, actually, no, I went, to, I went to Italy last week. And then people are like, oh, that's amazing. Which, you're like, yeah. You did? Yes, I did go to Italy last week. But you know what I mean? Like, you instantly just say... What have you been up to? Oh, oh, nothing. My life's so boring. And then they're like, Apart really? the company I work for just paid for me to go to Italy. <laughs> but... Milan. It's just funny, isn't it? Or we Milan. do that. We don't want to appear to be bragging about our exciting lives. But we've all got yeah. exciting lives. And actually, people do want to hear about it. I have been away. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been training i've got a new job i know i kind of don't, don't want to go too much into it just yet i'll just say to everyone it's still within what you you're it's still in the realm remit. of hair i'm still working in yeah. the hair industry yeah it's just a very different role to anything i've done before mm-hmm. merkins it, oh i'd love to do that i have made a merkin once have you yeah for brook candy uh, what 
plastic magazine. So it was assisting Mr. Sammy Knight. Um, nice. And we were doing some amazing stuff with wigs. Uh, it was like a heart-shaped merkin. So he cut out some wig lace and then we glued tracks to it. And then I had to rick-rack it to make it like pubic hair. Oh, wow. Um, can we texture. Can we put a picture of it on the Instagram? Yeah, of course. What nationality is Brick Candy? Is She's she merkin. Is she merkin? Yeah. She's merkin. She's merkin. <laughs> It that sounds really like American. Good. Well done. It sounds like American. That's yeah. where the joke is. It's a word that sounds like. Where are else. the jokes? <laughs> so she's lovely, by the way. Brit Candy is an absolute diamond. Oh. She's very, very sweet, very genuine. She walked around the whole room and said hello to everyone before we started. <laughs> How big was the room? Quite <laughs> <Not> big. <laughs> She managed to walk around an entire room. Yeah. And she didn't complain once. Oh. <laughs> How no. big was the room? It was she tiny. She came and said hi to everyone. Like all the assistants her. and all the people helping. And she came and introduced herself to everyone. Mm. And Did she introduce herself as Brooke Candy? As, well, as Brooke. As Brooke. I don't know. I guess Candy is maybe a stage name. Yeah. But she introduced herself as Brooke to everyone. And she was mm. lovely. I would really like to work with Brooke Candy. And I saw her in LA as well when I was with Sammy. In a convertible car I was car in Sammy's convertible. And oh. she was just coming out of this restaurant. And she took a Polaroid of... I feel like I've told this You've story told, before. You have, not to our not to the listeners. No. And she took a podcast. Uh, pod, she took a podcast. She took a podcast. She took a Polaroid of me and Sammy. So it's probably in her house somewhere. Oh, you should have reached out to her. Sammy like, could probably ask her, but she's too famous for me to no, ever notice a, a message from me in her DMs. You know what I mean? Like You never know. You said she's a lovely person. She is a lovely person, but she does also have probably about... let's see, How many followers does she have? Twelve. Twelve teen. <laughs> Twelve teen. 367,000 followers. <gasps> Whatever. She's only following two people. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me and you. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> She's following the podcast. All right. <laughs> and, yeah. No, it's, it's really weird because when we're talking about stories like this, you know, you driving around in LA in a convertible, bumping into Brick Candy. Um, but what? I can imagine a lot of people have perceptions of oh my god what yeah you're you're right you're onto something carry on but people like you know they look at your social media yeah. and they look at the work you do yeah and they perceive you as something which is understandable because a talented person a talented a lie. gorgeous <laughs> celebrity rich person rich rich a lot of people will see what I'm creating or what yeah. you're creating or who yeah. you managed to, you know, hang out with and stuff like that. And they just presume that you have a lot of money yeah. and your life is something yeah. that is completely unobtainable. Yes. Um, I'm not rich. Yeah. You know, what I have or what I work on isn't unobtainable. Yeah. It's just work. Yeah. Like, it's work I enjoy and it's passion. The other side of that, you don't see at all because I'm not putting it out there. I happily talk about, you know, working my day job and still working in retail and everything because I have to. Mm. It really bothers me um, that people have that perception of my work whatever, and say, oh, you're so lucky. I'm not lucky. I've worked really hard for it. Yeah. When people kind of think there's this kind of <clears throat> amazing life there, I have some amazing moments and I'm sure you yeah. do anything. But just like actual famous people and celebrities who yeah. do have amazing lives, there's still stuff that they don't show you. Yeah, totally. Um, based off of what you just said, you yeah. know, getting to work with Brick Candy and amazing people like that. Yeah. I'm sure before I met you, I pitched your life being kind of like... Yeah, totally. High level, yeah. high level, you know, like... High end. Going for drinks at the gold bar and just... Where's the gold bar? I don't know. Did you just make that up? 
No, Where's I think it's place? actually from. I think it's from Drag Race. Uh, <laughs> it is, isn't it? Actually, yeah. You know, drinking the Interior Illusions you Lounge. You really hot new bar in London called the Interior Illusions Lounge Club Ninety Six. <laughs> so this is really interesting. What you just said about the perception of success equaling money. money. We live in a place where success and money are not no. necessarily linked. In previous generations, that was the measure of success. Yeah. But now, because there are so many people in you know creative industries mm. gaining success and recognition mm-hmm. for no money... We both know loads and loads of incredibly talented and successful artists mm. who have day jobs yeah. and rent flats with, yeah. you know, with people and have normal lives. And I think it seems stupid even talking about it because it feels a bit like granddad being like, oh, well, social media is really big. Well, but I think we're now in a place where we're getting down to the nitty gritty of the effects of social media mm. on the basis of society. Mm-hmm. So whereas before it was always like, oh, selfies, you know, lol. But yeah. now we're literally looking at how social media has deconstructed the fabric of society and mm-hmm. is putting it back in a different way. Absolutely. And this perception of success is a huge part of that and Mm. i've had it before where people have messaged me being like i wish i had your life i say to them i'm like what what do you mean and these aren't you know these are just like regular people yeah and they're like oh you're just out every night living your best life and blah 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 and i was like babes no i'm not i go out maybe once a week maybe once a month yeah the other six nights of that week i am sat on my sofa with my partner and our cats watching telly. Yeah. Just like you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because success is often based on putting your best foot forward, mm-hmm. right? Before social media, that was how you presented yourself to the world mm. was happy, successful, you know, whatever. And now it's that, but on steroids. Because on yeah. Instagram, you only want to put your best foot forward. You only want to be yeah, showing the best like, I, I've, thing. Se- I've seen that comedian, um, Kathy Griffin... Um, who said that she should start putting out more negative posts in the yeah. sense of like, I look like shit this morning. Yeah. I woke up like this. I feel like shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Today's a bad day. Yeah. I get what she's saying. And that's more true to people's mental state. You know, it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. But yeah. I don't want to put out when I'm feeling like shit because I feel like shit. Yeah. You know, like I don't want to put out a picture of me looking like crap or yeah. like, Today was a shit day. Like, yeah. I got absolutely nothing done. Um, I owe this much on this bill. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, no. I but don't then want it's to. that thing as well where it's like, someone could read that. It could make them feel a little better about their own situation. I agree. It'd be tough to put that out there. Yeah, totally. But yeah, that's hard to do. Like, because you don't want to put that out there. You want to have lovely, happy memories that yeah. are curated. Yeah. And you can look back on them and stuff like that. It's what we talk ourselves into because I don't put stuff like that on there because I'm worried people will be like, oh, she's a beg. A beg? A beg. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she's looking for sympathy. Oh, she's looking oh, for... Like fish- she's yeah, fishing, fishing for, for something. Compliments or, yeah. You'd happily put a picture of yourself looking good and fish those compliments. Yeah. But when you think about putting something negative, I worry that people will be like, oh, yeah. what a whiny old bitch. Yeah. But even though I don't think those things when I see my friends posting them and I want to yeah, support them. I so do. it's interesting what we talk ourselves into. Or you do. A little bit, you sometimes. Fuck. Depends on the person I'm, you know. We like, all follow those people. Uh, yeah. Because there are some people you follow. To uh, get angry with? <laughs> not uh, To get yeah, angry a with? Bit, a little bit. To get irritated yeah, by? Yeah, yeah. 
Look at this stupid. Oh my God, they're so annoying. Oh, they're so annoying. And all they're doing is just living their life. Yeah, let me look at all their pictures. (laughs) It's like, no, I've stopped doing that. I've put, put them on mute. Basically. What a human emotion is that? That's such an interesting one, isn't it? It's like... It's odd. It's just like purposefully allowing someone to wind you up. Do you know what I mean? It's oh. such an interesting human emotion. I was going through Tumblr today and I found my favourite, favourite gif. So I'm just going to send it to Oh, both. yes. Yeah, I'm going gonna... to send it to the both of you on the podcast group. Um, group. Okay. Can you guess what it is? I feel like I know it. Is it like a dick flapping around somewhere? You would presume that would be my favourite. Is it like a right? dick flopping out of something? You would presume it would be something like that. That's what my guess is. Dicks. Yes. No. Is that, am I wrong? You are wrong. Oh. Can you guess? Did I you... want to say it's something with like, it's maybe a normal thing that's got like something animated on top of it that makes it dumb. Both wrong. Oh. Both wrong. Right, I'm going to send it to you now. Send... Oh, I love this. This is this is the best thing. It's the best video. It's oh my god! Gift. It's horrific. Um, it's I, horrific. So, Dan, can you just explain what it is, is the legendary speedboat video? And I think most people get it just from that. Where there's what? How many people in this speedboat? Maybe like six or seven people in the speedboat, and they hit some kind of wave, and they just. It just smashes them from side to side and people just go flying all over the place. You know the noise that should go with that. What? Yeet! Yeet! <laughs> the good thing about the video as well is it has the slight aftermath where they oh, get up. The slight, yeah. And they're literally like, oh. The first time I saw it though, I was like, oh, fucks, they're dead. They're dead. Really? Goes, well, they're yeah, look, dead. At the, look at the girl's face. She like face plants that yeah, chair. Like yeah. literally, do you remember at my book launch as we were leaving... A friend of ours, you know, you know this story, <laughs> got into the taxi with me and Rob. <laughs> um, me, me, Rob, and Graham, who works in Lush. But <laughs> this taxi ride was quite horrific. So Pete got into the taxi with us, which uh, I didn't invite him, but... <laughs> But he does listen to this. I, I know, I know. He remembers. I, I okay. think he remembers. But I was happy so he was funny. there. I was happy he was there. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, until, <laughs> until we turned a sharp corner in the in said taxi. Pete wasn't holding on or strapped in, and he had a, a whole beer, and he fell onto Graham, and literally. <laughs> Face planted grave, smeared his face (laughs) all the way down this guy's body and spilt an entire pint of beer over the cab. (laughs) And we were just like, (laughs) and just got up and was like, hey guys, (laughs) just sat back down. Like nothing happened. Oh, he's just having a really really good time. time. And we had McDonald's afterwards, so it was great. And like, no hard feelings. Made my night. That is hilarious. (laughs) We've all been there. Yeah, we have all been there. Yeah. I'm sure I would love to see you at that level. What of turnt. I never really get that messy anymore. I don't really drink. I never so. fall around. I'm not someone that I'm not someone that falls over The last time I, I fall got, over more when I'm sober than I do when I'm drunk. Yeah, I've seen that. Just because I'm a clumsy bitch. The last time I got that messy was actually on Rob's birthday. And um the night ended in us going to Subway. 
And I was like, I don't want anything. Don't, I don't know. I'm going to go and sit in this chair. Leave me alone. Rob and our friend Ian went and got some sandwiches. Apparently, I then got up and got furious that they hadn't bought me a sandwich, even though I'd just been like, no, I don't want anything. Fuck off. And went and got me a sandwich, which I then threw out of anger <laughs> at Rob. Oh, my God. Because I didn't want a sandwich. What the fuck's wrong with you? I was drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I said. Right. Like I've never been like that. I've never been a violent drunk or an angry drunk or a, even really an emotional drunk. I think I'm okay. just pretty much the same. Mm. Just maybe a little bit sillier. Same old dad. I used to go through a bit of a phase with my friend Polly of throwing drinks over people at clubs that pushed us. What? So, like... There was a bit of a phase. What? It was a very short phase. Right, so we'd be in a club scenario. Go on, explain it away. And someone would be a bit shovey. You're in a club, that happens, but yeah. But like, in a nasty way. Okay. Someone was Was that you? No, it was someone else. <laughs> I shoved them and, and then, then I threw a drink there on There was them. a few times where a pint of cider and black. Oh, this was a few years ago got, then. Got decanted into someone's face. Oh, shit. It just felt like there was a short space of time where we did it a lot. And then we just stop. <laughs> just one night. I remember, once, on everyone. I remember once at Dynamite Boogaloo, someone shoved me out of the way and Polly went to the bar, queued at the bar. This is forward planning. <laughs> got a pint of water, came back, threw it on this person. Wow. That's for my friend Dan. And then we left. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> But She's clever though. At least it was water. I She's like, I'm not spending girl's... my money on these pieces of shit. I remember this girl's face. It was a girl was as a girl. well. It was oh a my girl. god, I just pictured like some straight no, guy. No, we don't discriminate. And um <laughs> We know that thing where you get water thrown on you or you go under a cold shower and you go <gasps> It was <laughs> That in the middle of a nightclub, gasping <laughs> for breath because they've had so much water thrown at them. <laughs> So we're going to try something which we thought could be quite fun. Yeah. On Katia and Craig's podcast, they've got a movie club where they discuss a movie. Kobe's actually come up with an idea where we don't do that, <laughs> but we pluck a name or a title of a film that we've never seen, we yeah. don't know anything about, yeah. and we come up with what it is. Basically say what we think it's about. Or what it should be. Based about. on... Nothing. Okay. <laughs> the title. I've never seen Blade Runner. Right. Perfect. Okay. So, you know the film Blade Runner. How yeah. have you never seen the film Blade Runner? No. What do you think Blade Runner's about? Well, I don't know what happens, but okay. I've seen some of the characters. Yeah. And I know there was a remake, a sequel, prequel. Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. So I know there's a really gorgeous girl that's got like um, victory roles yeah. in it. What you're not doing is describing what you think it's Okay, about. right. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's break it down. So Blade Runner. Yeah. I would say this is a take on like an ice skating film. Okay. They run on blades. That could be like I, Tonya 2. Point Blade o. Runner. Blade Runner. You think it's Blade Runner's an ice skating film? Yeah, she runs on blades. <laughs> like she, she never sets foot on an ice rink. Yeah. She just puts on ice skates yeah. and runs. Oh. And she's a Blade Runner. Yeah. No, weird. it could be something about swords. <laughs> okay, you're laughing at me. 
So, no, go with it. Who's, what's the pro- protagonist? Who is the protagonist? It's the girl with victory rolls. Yeah. And, and she is oh. called, let's call her Dita. Okay. Yeah. Or no, Geraldine. Geraldine. Okay. Geraldine. Does she have a sword? Is she the blade? She, she makes the swords. Oh, okay. Oh, she yeah, makes yeah. the swords and yeah. she sells these swords. Okay. But illegally. Yes. And there's someone who has to deliver these swords. Okay. And they are the Blade Runner. Oh, that's cool. That yeah. actually sounds yeah. quite Fucking good. Better than the original I'm... film. Yeah. So she's like the maker of these amazing swords that right. everyone wants, but not yeah. yet. Kind of a little bit like in Kill Bill. Do you know what you've described? Kill Bill. A Studio Ghibli film. Haven't you? Yeah. It's like this 1920s, 1930s style. Yeah. Set in the future. You, you much, got that I think. from it, yeah. But yeah, she's like this amazing swordswoman. Right. And Harrison Ford is the, he's, the blade he's runner. He's the trainee blade runner. It's a, based around mm. him and like all these kind of weird clients she's got. Yeah. And he has to go to them. He runs the blades Greg, to them. Greg, that sounds like quite a good film like Thank i feel you. like i would watch that film yeah but what sort of films do you like to watch me mm. i like musicals and i like crappy action films uh, <clears throat> those are my two favorite types of films yeah i think this is oh, this is really fun, see actually. you you came up but the thing is mm-hmm. you came up with quite a good thing yeah so well done thanks <laughs> and the academy award goes yeah <laughs> what film should mine be you choose I, I chose Blade Runner for myself. Have you ever seen Leon? <laughs> yes. With um, Natalie yeah, Portman. Portman. Yeah, I have yeah. seen that. That's a good I film. haven't. Is it about the... No, six, no, we'll, we'll I know exactly what you're going to say. It was going to be a throwaway one. Yeah. It's, it's about the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> the successful spin-off of Itsu. Is Leon part of Itsu? No. Oh. It's Pret-a-Manger. Is it? Which is part of Itsu. Is it? Yeah. Is Leon part of Pret? I think it is. Oh, are you making stuff up? No. no. I honestly think it is. Greg don't lie. Greg don't lie. He just thinks the things. Film La La Land, which I know you've never I have seen. never seen La La Land. Okay, right. So going on from what I've seen, mm-hmm. I know it is a musical. Yes. However, it doesn't interest me because I don't need to see two attractive white people having fun. And making a song and literal song and dance about. <laughs> um, so I think so what it's would, about. What, what, but do you, you know want what? It to be okay, then, so right? I think it's about Emma Roberts moves it's to Emma Stone, Emma Stone. But her real name's Emily. Okay, so Emma Stone moves to LA, obviously to become an actress. But she gets a job in a restaurant, and she meets. What's uh, the restaurant called? Do you know what? What I've been there. So I've been to this restaurant. So what this is restaurant is called the Smokehouse and it's on the Warner Brothers lot in LA. Oh. So my second cousin oh. is um, production manager for Jane the Virgin. Oh. Yeah. And mm. he took me to the Smokehouse, which is the restaurant in La La Land. So I have actually been there, even though I haven't seen the film. Anyway, digressing. <laughs> she gets a job in this restaurant and meets this porn director and she's like, I want to be an actress. And he's like, I can make you an actress, baby. And she's like, okay. (laughs) But he doesn't tell her it's for like... Fisting. Fisting, piss-fucking porn. Nice. So then she goes to the studio and she's like, I wore my best yellow dress. And then she meets Ryan Reynolds and they sing and dance around LA. Hang on, hang on. Does she meet Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. 
<laughs> what? And then they sing and dance, okay. and then he plays the piano. So and she meets si- Deadpool. No, the other one. <laughs> and then, so she meets him, and they sing and dance, and, and he plays piano, which makes enough money to get her out of the porn industry and into his bed. <clears throat> and then I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> what is La La Land about, guys? I will watch it at some point. No, I won't. Do you know what it is? If there's a film that comes out, it's like a pre-made success. It turns me off instantly. I think a lot of people feel that. Do you know what I mean? I think most people feel that. Especially something that's like Oscar fodder. So something that comes out at that certain time of year. And you know, it's only coming out at that time of year because it wants an Oscar for best film. What was that? I never watch them because I'm always just like, no, I don't care. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, not Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Gosling. Have you got a favourite line in a, in a film? Uh, yes. What is it? It's, um, <clears throat> even smiling makes my face ache. What's that from? It's from Rocky Horror. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. What's yours? Um, slap that baby, make it free. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Labyrinth. Oh, David Bowie. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to ask our, our guest afterwards what if he's got a favourite line. Because you know a baby. if he's ever slapped a baby. I feel like Joe Black might have. I, he's probably slapped like a whole row of babies. You never, ever slap a baby. You shake the shit out of it. As on that and on that note (laughs) (laughs) hello welcome back um thank you for for welcoming me back welcome back should we welcome our guest i think we should welcome hello joe hello i'd like to sing a song (laughs) show me the way to go home i'm tired and i want to go to bed just the women Hello. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. Well, blood still runs through my veins, though it may have turned to dust. <laughs> but it's still there. Yeah, well, so you know, a little luck thing like that Nazi in Hellboy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. yes, me. Yeah. Someone turned Sandman. a little thing on my back. Because your hair's blonde, I thought you had aggressively shaved it. Oh, oh like, yeah. Like Aaron's. Like, I thought that. you'd, like, bicked it. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, fuck. And then, I, and then you had hair. Have you ever shaved it? Have you ever done, like, yes. gone? Yeah, no, I... Well, Have you? Yeah, briefly. My hair was fucked previously, because we were bleaching it at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, not going to professionals. And uh, it broke, and that was delicious. Mm. And I thought, actually, I was going bold. And I was like, right, I'm taking control of this situation, and I'm shaving <laughs> my head. Did you feel liberated? You know, if I was losing my hair, then it was my decision to get rid of it. Right. Yes. That was, yeah. That's what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm not going to let this take control of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, and off it went. Uh, and actually, then it just grew back, grew back healthier, and and now you've got a lovely kind of Grindelwald thing oh, going. Yeah, on. it's like a little. I want to yeah. look like I want to get rid of all the non-magic <laughs> wizards. Right? Where's my gym? There's something quite magical about no eyebrows. I think. Oh, I thought you were going to oh. say gay wizard Hitler. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. also, me. <laughs> we'll circle um, back wizard. round to gay wizard Hitler, but <laughs> I love no eyebrows. I love so it. Do I. And oh, bleached right. eyebrows and no eyebrows. I think it just looks fucking cool. But actually, it's one of the reasons I wanted to get like have the sort of white blonde hair is that I don't have any eyebrows because yeah. I have them off for shows because I'm lazy. Yeah. It just kind of looks like I've got bleached brows anyway. So Yeah. No, I'm into you it. Know, it works. So you oh. don't you don't do a boy brow? I used to when I had when I had my, my ginger hair. Yeah. I would, but I, I I've tried it with this and I just kind of don't 
care. Yeah, it doesn't need it. it no, it's no yeah. need. It I've tried it. it and I was like, eh, actually, I'd just rather have none. If you've just joined us, this is the eyebrow hour. Yeah, uh, on yes. the All Right Darling With podcast, Greg, right Dan, and Joe Black. Yeah, eyebrow, eyebrow Darling podcast. Eyebrow eyebrow darling. <laughs> and next week we'll be talking about monobrow. Yeah. <laughs> I love that model. You see that model girl? I uh, and she's got the really thick black monobrow. She's I, like she gorgeous. came into Beyond Retro Did a she? while ago. I went you. Do you mind if you be on our Instagram? And she was lovely about it. And it wasn't until oh. afterwards I was like, oh. You're a famous model. Yeah, because I was like, oh, you, can you just give me your Instagram handle? Well, Susan please? Sarandon came in before, didn't she? She's That's the same did. person. <laughs> Why don't you ask Susan Sarandon to be on your Instagram? I, I, I was too scared. Yeah, I would be. She's I was a powerful scared. woman. She well, she, powerful I didn't woman. recognize her straight away until like I was serving her and then just looked up. And it's like, I hate she's that amazing. film you were in. <laughs> you hate the film she's in. Which one? Rocky Horror. He hates Rocky Horror. You hate Rocky Horror? Don't oh. like. Yeah, this is. This a, hurts it's me. It's product of its time. A song I fucking hate from it is Hot Patootie. Really? Hate it. Why? Don't know. Just <laughs> something about I hear it and I'm like, oh, shut up. Do you like Meatloaf? <laughs> no. Oh, well, maybe that's why. Well, no. Oh. I don't dislike me. I'm indifferent to Meatloaf. Yeah, I think I am too. Uh, you know. The food. Yeah, yeah. it's like you're talking about the food. The singer on the other I hand, like yeah. the food. I mean, I like, he did, uh, you know, a lovely cover of Tom Waits' Martha. That was lovely. Oh. I don't think I've ever willingly listened to Meatloaf apart from Rocky Horror. Yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe that's my train listening for tomorrow. He did the one with that woman. <laughs> what? I will do anything. No, there's just a woman in the video. You. Oh, fair enough. Oh, and he plays the Beast. It's like a Beauty and the Beast video. He plays the Beast. Yes. Yeah. Because obviously singing is something central to your act. How do you most of the act? To be honest, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you pick your songs? I'm really selfish with it. I just really do ones I I do ones I like. Yeah. I mean, Sweet Transvestite was like I wanted to do it, but I'm, I'm fully aware that it's one that people like. Yeah. So that was know, like an easy yeah. one. So it's a good one to do if I'm doing a crowd, you know, like a drag pub or something. Right. You've just got to keep putting out the bangers. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. Is why I kind of only half work in those kind of like bar environments because I'm not doing Sweet Caroline and no. You know, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Would, like, I would love to see you doing Sweet Caroline. Like what the kids are listening to. Oh, that is what the kids. <laughs> the no, kids are, uh, like you, you, you think any kids are going to these fucking no, bars? Just you. old camp bitches like yourself. Camp old bitches. Camp old bitches. Camp do, you old mean, bitch. do you mean like Queen's Arms type place? Yeah. Right, right. So like cabaret scenes. Yeah, I, lo- I love them, but yeah, like my, my song choice is sort of half work, so I can like I did a Sunday at the Queen's Arms, uh, and it was chaos because everyone's it is just carnage. so drunk. Everyone's yeah. fu- we we've been a few times. The Queen's Arms is the only place I've ever performed karaoke. <gasps> what did you Where? sing? Um, Sweet in- Caroline. <laughs> 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 no, worse. It was Living Davida Loca. Oh, get oh, out, Greg. Greg. Yeah. I, it was, if it was I didn't right, like my gin and my tin so much, you I'd would throw, throw it over <laughs> you. It was one of those things where it was like, and welcome to the stage, Greg Bailey. I was like, what? Did someone put you up to it? Yeah, my old R- flatmate. The They're dead now. They are dead now. Yeah. I Good. did particularly Thank enjoy you. your version of When I'm Cleaning Windows. It's <laughs> just this like dark. It's a dirge. It's a dirge. dirge. That's the word. You yeah. feel dirty Ooh. listening to it. Dirge. You know what dirge is? It's a funeral song. Is that what dirge means? Yeah, it's a funeral song. I didn't know that. 
I've learned a word. Yeah, I like that you're surprised we don't know that. I don't know. It's a word in the English this language. Is a very, yeah. It is a word in the English in language, but you're a tad more macabre than Oh, than wow. Do you know what? <laughs> the cover is very macabre. That's exactly the word. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, and it's, such of... a, it's such a happy, if somewhat perverse song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rococo Chanel did the arrangement for me. Really? Oh, yeah, because she plays incredible piano, doesn't she? Yes, yeah. and she plays piano in my shows, but not as Amazing. Rococo Chanel. Yeah. Was it just like you were walking around your house and just going, when I'm cleaning windows? And then you're no, going, when I, I'm clean. And then it just became more darker. I have, then. I have a bunch of music books and I have a Songs from the 30s book. And we went, let's just take one of these and see if we can fuck around with it. Yeah. We had to shorten it though, because we make it so slow, but there's a lot more verses in it. Yeah, so we cut yeah. most of the verses out, but it still still runs at about three and a half, four minutes. It's really if fun. we did it at that pace and did all the lyrics, it would be about eight minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a snippet, a snippet of it up on the Instagram, actually, because you performed it at my book launch. I did yes. perform it at your book launch. Yeah. Lovely people come to celebrate your lovely, gorgeous queer book. And there I was <laughs> singing about cleaning windows. I, know, yeah. I loved it. In essentially a conservatory. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got one, a play over there that says, you can't out-cunt queen cunt-cunt. That's something I actually said once. What does it mean? So someone tried to sass me. I'm pretty sure so it was Kobe. Tried to out-sass me. I sassed him back. He admitted defeat. And I said, you can't out-cunt Queen Cunt. Cunt. Okay, the problem here actually is that the grammar on this is needs a comma. right. Yeah. It needs a comma. So it actually just reads as you can't out-cunt Queen Cunt Cunt. Yeah. yeah. It was written by a Swedish person. Yeah, so by someone oh, who yeah. English was Swedes are first. infamous for not putting commas, aren't oh, they? Oh, fucking cunts. Bastards. All those vowels. Swedish bastards. Sweden's bloody lovely. Why have we turned like Sweden this? Is grammar is lovely. very important, okay? What were we saying? Mm. Lush was a conservatory. Gorgeous yeah. building, but yeah, we yes. were just in a conservatory. It was very nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. How was Drag World? I had a gorgeous time. Uh, you know, better time on the Sunday because I wore flats. Right. Uh, the Saturday oh. was also good. I was dressed as a praying mantis and in that outfit. Yes. I don't wear heels. It would throw the whole silhouette off if I was in flats. Yeah. Uh, and, then I, and then I did like a Queen of Hearts Elizabeth the first look on the Sunday. Yeah. And because I, I was wearing culotte type things, I could just, just put on slippers. Oh, Perfect. lovely. Uh, did you have a booth or were you? I was with the Tuck Shop booth. Oh, okay. What's the Tuck, tuck Shop? Tuck Shop is the the agency that runs Gals Aloud and Spice Gals. Oh, I always and then like see. a night in Soho and stuff. At, did you oh. have a little stint on the booth yourself as well? Like I did, like a little meet and greet thing on the oh, booth. Yeah, nice. I had a schedule, and then I did the catwalk stage, which is the performance stage. I was gonna ask about your lovely little sneaky picture you got of Jinx. <laughs> oh, Jinx falling asleep. <laughs> on the... No, I was. I walked into the green room and I was just getting a straw for a little tin mojito because I do love a tinny. Um, and As we drink, I went right in to get yeah. my biodegradable straw thing. Yeah, telling Jack World so. care about the environment. Um, it was ever so silent in there, and then I turned, and there she was, laid to rest. Uh, <laughs> she does look like she's dead in the photo. It was, what? So it does. There's nothing around her. She's just on a white sofa with yeah. a white background, wearing black, with her arms sleeping like Wednesday Adams. Yeah, and quite, she's quite tall. She is. Yeah. So she doesn't fit on the sofa. Yeah, yeah. So the rest of her leg. Is on a glass table yeah. next to the sofa. <laughs> I started laughing, but like really loudly laughing because I didn't expect to turn and see that. And she didn't wake up. And I thought, you know what? Now's my time. Yeah, take yeah. Got a photo. And then I also did a little eulogy on my Instagram story. And then when she woke up, she said, when she was saying goodbye, and I was like, have you seen my Instagram story? I said, no. I was like, <laughs> am I going to hate you? 
It's like, I don't know. And I showed it to him. She actually, no, that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I also, my, my, my Jinx impression is also my Jennifer that Tilly is, impression. Oh, really yes. Good. Yeah. So you can, you can be Jinx Monsoon. Or you go, you know, Chucky, like my mom says, if you cook dinner, the least you can do is wash the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> so the Jinx and Jennifer Tilly, they match up. The song oh, of the I've done quite a few shoots with, well, many shoots with you now. Oh, yes. One or, one or two. A lot of our shoots have turned into pieces of art that are on people's bodies Yes, now. they've turned into tattoos. Yeah. yeah. We've, you know, your photos have been seen all over the bloody world. <laughs> you even shot my promo for the Seattle show I did. I did, yes. I did. That was a weird one as well, because it was separate from the rest of the cast. Yeah, because I, I wasn't so in Seattle, there. so... Yeah, so we, we did a, a little shoot as you as a butler, was mm-hmm. it a butler? Yeah. Faggy How, pudding. Faggy pudding. That's, That's amazing. <laughs> faggy pudding. How was Christmas? that, anyway? Because you, you were there for... Yeah, <laughs> it was a Christmas for, show, was yeah. it? Was six, six weeks you were there I for? I was there for six weeks, yeah. Fuck. It doesn't sound like a long time, but right. it was amazing. Well, it is when you're away for Christmas. Yeah, and my birthday as well. Yeah. My birthday's on the 23rd of December, so anyone wish to send me, <laughs> send me any horse or trinkets. <laughs> Really incredible experience because I was essentially just an actor in it. You know, I did songs and bits and dance bits. Uh, The lines were written for me by someone else. There was producers. We had weeks of rehearsal. And I just had to, you know, turn up and just do the best job of exactly what I was told to do. Was that, is right. that your first sort of gig like that? Mm, yeah, for yeah. that kind of, especially a long run. Yeah. We were sometimes doing two shows a day. Um, it was a lot. You had to learn choreography as well. Didn't I had to you? learn tap dancing. You had to learn tap dancing. I had to learn tap dancing. <laughs> How was that? Yeah, I'd never did it. <laughs> oh, have you done it since? No, I mean, <laughs> I never admitted this to them, and I'm sorry if they're listening. Basically, you lied, um, didn't you? So we, we did, <laughs> they gave me the lessons and stuff, and we were getting it. And in the choreo, I came up from the side to the front row. So I really learned the first bit and then we all backed off and I was in the back. So actually I mimicked them and just kind of vaguely did the shapes. And I thought they'd caught me at one point because they said, one of the producers was a bit drunk. It was on like Christmas Eve or something. And they were having like a little bit of a heart to heart. And they went, do you know, we've looked back through the footage and the tap dance. And I thought, oh God, here we go. She went, we didn't think you'd get it, but my God, you've done us so proud. <laughs> you're like, oh, no. Amazing. You're like, oh my God, this is the moment. This is the I moment. I never doing oh. it. <laughs> so you were basically doing that thing, like, you know, when you go to a wedding and you have to sing hymns. I just, in the I church, just, yeah. yeah. I just kind of, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You were doing I, that I being doing tap the tap dance version of that, yeah. Nice. The tap dance the tap version. The tap dance version of, yeah. of hymn singing. Tap, tap, What's sing. your sort of favourite thing to do within the performance sort of? Realm. I mean, that was really fun being in yeah. like a theatre show playing a character. And it was cool because I was only ever called, you know, the character's called Faggy Pudding. Mm. <laughs> One of my favourite things was that was the curtain call when they go, and as Faggy Pudding, Joe Black. And I loved that because I felt like it was like, yes, it's me. <laughs> I, I like doing my own shows, really, yeah. because there's a freedom to it. With like Jingle All The Gay, I couldn't derail anything. I have to be doing the same thing yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah. And I'm not going to fuck other people up. I'm not going to no, be a liability. No. I'm there to do a good job. You yeah. know? But for my own shows, I can derail it all I want. And I love that chaos. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's why I quite like hosting shows as well, because there is an element of chaos you can toy with. You're, you, I must admit, I'm going to open another host. tinny, by the way. So if anyone hears like a. We'll keep it in. That's me breaking the bones of my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. Come on. 
Oh, uh, ow, my fingers. <laughs> Take that, Greg, you. My soul. Campbell, bitch. <laughs> That's my Ginny Lemon impression. I haven't she met her yet. absolutely lovely. I spent a Brighton Pride with her and it, Did was, you? it was glorious. Me, her and Alfie, what a weird trio, right? Yeah. All, all in drag? Yeah. Oh my God. We did the Queer Town stage of Brighton Pride the year Britney Spears was there. And then I was like, I've got this magical power to blag anything. So I got us all into the VIP pit. Amazing. Wow. Wow. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Just blagged us through like seven different security guards. Oh my God. So there's me and you pretty much at the back. Yeah. Me, you, Kobe, Rob, all of our mates at the back and you're in the fucking... Me, Ginny, Lemon and Alfie to the front. And then we went to the Pav Tav to watch Bag of Chips. Just there was this lone stool kind of next to a pillar next to the stage. And just Jenny Lemon in full drag just sat there just clapping along to Bag of Chips going, Come on, Bob! Yeah. <laughs> in this pub. Just There was no one else around her. It was just Jenny Lemon just on the stool. I was told to ask, and this was from... Aaron Shervington. Oh, Who you yeah. may know. Do you I know might know them? him. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, know yeah. her? I'm, I'm, I'm aware. She's aware nice. And um, for our friend Molly as well. I'm um, asking how many cc's? How many mils? How many mils? In, in, in where? Oh. Wait, should we <laughs> I mean, lips. Yeah. Top lip. Or both? It's, it's half a mil. Half a mil. Total. Where else? I wouldn't even know if there was any. Here. These are These your lines, small, yeah. Right. Yeah, smile lines. And I don't know how much Botox, but whatever it takes to make it not move. Interesting. <laughs> Lovely, Rebecca. When did you start doing that? Beginning of last year. Oh, so it's quite a new thing. The lips are very new, like mm. a few weeks, but I always had big lips. They anyway. look great. Yeah. They look Thank really you. good. Yeah. One of the things I've always wanted to ask queens who do do that is, does it make your job easier when you paint your face? It you... talks to us. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember I was doing this Christmas contract for a restaurant in Zurich for like this pop-up like fancy restaurant experience. Oh, weird, wacky, something yeah. different. But I remember getting them, but I had to, because I was going to Zurich every Thursday and I was getting like a six o'clock flight. So I remember waking up in the mornings and going, oh my God, my face looks so flat. <laughs> like there wasn't lines, like I looked fresh. I really? You know, uh, uh, you know sort of four o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. After sleeping for two hours. Do you know when you sleep for not very much and your face feels all like really screwed up and stuff? Yeah. You just didn't have it. Uh, and that's the moment I was like, do you know what? I've made the right decision. Yeah. So I was going to ask you about progression of your drag and your yeah. career. Even going back kind of mm, five years, it's very different yeah. from what you do now. It's fairly androgynous. Yeah. What would you say it's progressed from? I don't know. I started, it was very sort of like, you know, suits, painted face, smeary makeup, being a bit outrageous. Mm. I don't know. I've gone through so many weird versions of myself. Why I love it is because I'm I'm really still not doing female illusion. No. But it's so over the top and so big and so costumey. Like the first time I wore there's one of the costumes I still got, which is kind of snake effect gold and black robe. And when we first made it, I had like this crown thing over it, and I was like, no, this is this is too big. Like I'm not ready for that. As I've delved into drag more and experimented and had more fun. I'm just getting such a thrill from big, huge, ridiculous costumes. Like, yeah. I feel it. Exercise is a part of myself that, I don't know, I feel like it keeps me healthy because I get to be this weird little cartoon. But there are times when I, I thought I was like, am I trans? Am oh. I trans? And I, I was like, I'm not. Mm. But I think doing this kind of thing, and because it's not 
real femininity it's cartoonish you know I'm, at no point am i trying to be a woman mm. because the sort of women i admired and things were all they were all cartoons they're ridiculous they were they were completely not real yeah and i think being able to express that in that way made me go actually i'm not mm. i'm very much a, a cis man uh very androgynous perhaps you know if maybe i was younger now i'd maybe be non-binary Absolutely, yeah. I can see that. But for the moment, you know, I'm fairly androgynous, but I am a cis male. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone's got femininity inside yeah. them. And, mm. and I think that should be expressed in some way, because if it doesn't, that's when you get toxic behavior, when people yeah. repress those things. Yeah. And I hope, I think it helps me. If I think if we were all younger, I think we'd be expressing ourselves differently. Yeah, totally. Because like, you know. it's a different time, you know. Yeah. I, I grew up in Portsmouth, where, you know, you get the shit beat, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I luckily, I never did. You know, I wore black lipstick to school. I grew my nails long and filed them into points. Did you? Yeah. Wow. No, I did, yeah. I wore black eyeliner. I dyed my hair black and white. Painted my face white. And I got, like, shit for it. But I want no physical content. I'm very lucky. So I woke up this morning and I had like belly work and I was like, I have my morning cigarette. And then I and then I went on Twitter and it was like, oh, so-and-so, like, Drag Race UK, are you ready to meet our girls? And I was like, what? And I'd like barely woken up. And saw the cast announcement. And as I was watching them, I like, my eyes got a bit wet. And I just started going into like a mild existential crisis. And I was like, it's all over. That's it. That's it. We're done. We're all gone. We're all gone. They're going to take everything. I'm going to be destitute. I'll have to live in a box. And then I started watching ones of my friends. Then I started getting emotional and was like, oh, good for <laughs> and I've been awake for like six minutes. <laughs> it was, That's it, probably why that was the reaction. Yeah, You've been awake for six minutes. Just crying at Blue Hydrangea, talking about how to plant a Blue Hydrangea bush. With a rusty oh, nail. I saw that. Oh, oh, she is adorable. Yeah. Um, was your initial thing like, well, that's it. They're going to take thing that's is it. with these things, and this is where the, the kind of more traditional drag are going to suffer. You either move with the tide... Or you fight against it, but yeah, that yeah. tide is very strong, yeah. and that tide is popular culture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you kind of just you, you just sort of with them or against them. Yeah, like, just go with it. You don't have to do what they do. Just accept that it's a thing. Like yeah. I love it, and I'm someone that's greatly benefited from Drag Race. Yeah. Like I love the show as a trashy reality TV show. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you see the Americans complaining that Drag Race fucked up their scene. Yeah. And I think they're also being dramatic. And again, I'm in a privileged position, but yeah. they're not Drag Race UK girls of today. Maybe the Drag Race girls of next year. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know true. what I mean? And you need to keep the industry alive and you yeah. just got to work with that. And they'll always be <clears throat> for not that as well. Yeah. Um, I'm being handed something. We are actually being handed Cards Against Humanity. Because uh, it's that time where we're actually winding down. Oh, for and fuck's th- sake. I was terrified because I've left my cards against humanity in the car and what did you say mm. don't worry greg if you left in the car i'll just say horrible things and he would so i'll go first what's the next happy meal toy no blank just what's the next happy meal toy hmm <laughs> what's the next happy meal toy a gassy antelope <laughs> i think that's quite charming <laughs> what's the next happy meal toy Raptor attacks. Oh, oh, that's oh. Nice. oh. They do boys' ones and girls' ones. <laughs> they better. What's the next Happy Meal toy? 
a mime having a stroke. <laughs> that sounds like one of your acts. One of your shows, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what I look like most of the time. It's just a mime having a stroke. I shall have rebuttal. Yeah, I was again. One, two, three, four. Big one, small one, some as big as a red. Give him a twist, the flick of the wrist. That's what the showman said, everyone. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. There they are, standing in a one, two, three, four. Big one, small one, some as big as your head. Give him a twist, the flick of the wrist. That's what the showman said. Oh, that was gorgeous. Thank you. Well done. Big round, guys. Oh, who's oh the I'm Joe, actually. That's not fair. I'm going to win this one. What will I bring back in time to convince people that I'm a powerful wizard? Oh, no blank. No okay. blank. Again, no blank. Hmm. Yeah, maybe that one is quite funny. Oh, I'm definitely not going to win this. <laughs> okay. I'm not confident <clears throat> about mine, but. What will I bring back in time to convince people that I'm a powerful wizard? Maureen of Blackpool, Reader's Wife of the Year 1988. <laughs> For fuck's sake, that's beautiful. That's, that's brilliant. Gorgeous. That was absolutely gorgeous. Poetic. Yeah. So that's actually a haiku. What will I bring back in time to convince people that I'm a powerful wizard? Spontaneous human combustion. Oh, that is quite powerful, isn't it? It's very powerful. Here you go. All right, I'm Here not going to win this one, but we'll try what will I bring back in time to convince people that I am a powerful wizard? Auto-cannibalism. Oh, <laughs> that's what you that eat, eat ever, your own dick. Yeah, does that ever really go away? Oh, I think it probably... I know, I might do it later. It probably, <laughs> probably ebbs and flows in popularity. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You made it fashion. Dan won one. And when the episode comes out, you will win. Yeah. Um, I assumed that was the case. But the out-of-context thing before we wrap yeah. up, we don't even need to keep this in it. Uh, I really like Instagram stories where I do something really insane or weird during a show and someone only captures that moment but doesn't capture the thing before or after of why I've done it. So there was one from Drag World of me screaming while walking down the runway going, The parking here is very expensive. <laughs> but there's <laughs> zero context to it. <laughs> and there is an explanation. Have you saved that? I want to see it. Oh, I'll look at my archive. Oh, good, show. good. But it's, yeah, literally me just screaming, The parking here is very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, well, I think we're it's actually. It's time. It's sad to say, but it's, I don't want it's time to. I think put this to bed. Oh, I don't want oh. to go to bed. I it's want to stay up for another bedtime. Good night, Jimmy Bob. Good night, Dan. Good night, Kobe. Good night, Craig. Good night, Joe. Well, thank you so much for yeah. being just a wonderful guest. Been it's been so be good here. to chat to you and find out some more about your processes. Yeah. Where can we find you online? But if you want to follow me online, well, it's mrjoeblack.com. That's M-I-S-T-E-R, not M-R, M-I-S-T-E-R, joeblack.com. Or on Instagram under mrjoeblack, M-I-S-T-E-R, not M-R. Same with Twitter. And on Facebook, it's just Joe Black. Join my page. Don't try to add me as a friend because I won't accept it. <laughs> Good advice. I feel like you've said that before. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I but Just the last bit. Yeah. Uh, I won't accept it. I won't it. accept. I said to everything. Decline. So here's your change. I won't accept it. <laughs> no, I understand it change is inevitable, sir, but please back away with a 50 pence. <laughs> Big thank you to uh, the writer, producer, and singer of our theme tune. Singer. Singer. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Big thank you to the producer of our theme tune, Psycho Bag XX. Yay. Woo. I also want to thank you, um, Kobe, Kobe Carnage. Um, it's at Kobe Carnage, who is our producer. Well, I think there's only one yeah. thing left to say. <laughs> All right, darling. All right, darling. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Darling, darling, darling.